another edition, Paranormal Corner, and I'm your host, Nikki Ray. And um, I have quite exciting guests lined up for this month. And so um, I have not only one, but two special guests tonight with us. Um, I have Deb and RJ Gideros. Hopefully I said their name correctly. Um, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me, let me mute my other video. Okay, sorry guys. Just make sure you all can hear me, right? And uh, so anyway, so I, I'm sure some of you have seen UFOs or had paranormal experiences. And that's what we're going to talk about um, in, the line, in those lines. And so I've had quite a few experiences myself with the UFO settings. Um, so living out here in Southern California, um, I've done some research. We've had the most sightings between Santa California and Florida are the most sightings for the UFOs or USOs, um, for that matter. So one of my most profound, uh, UFO experiences was a few years ago. Um, let me see if I can see chat. Alright. Uh, are you guys? So anyway, so what happened was, um, we were at a former house, and it's two-story house, so I was on the upper floor, and we had tall windows in the bedroom, and so, for some reason, somebody told me to look out the windows, and so there it was, right close, okay, here's the window, and here's the UFO, right here, right close by the window. <laughs> I mean, talk about close encounter. That really startled me. You know, um, sorry guys, I have allergies. <laughs> but, um, yeah, to see a UFO that close, and you know you're not dreaming because you're awake. So, I don't know how else to explain it. It was the most, I was more in awe than fear because it was so breathtaking and beautiful form. It's like a, a spear of clear crystal. I mean, you can practically see through it. It's <clears throat> transparent. Excuse me, guys. <laughs> it was practically transparent, like you would see a ghost, right? But, um,. It was so close, it's no wonder it didn't abduct me. I mean, I was surprised. I don't remember having missing time or anything like that, but it was really close to our house, to our upper floor uh, window, you know. But I just don't remember seeing anything inside it, just the, the craft itself. But um, yeah, I kept that um, kind of to myself for many years until I wrote my, um, I think I wrote my first book, Dark Pathway, which is out on Amazon. So you guys can see for yourself, if you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it, is why I'm here today. <laughs> so my first ever, um, not only UFO experiences, but paranormal experiences, um, I have plenty of those sightings myself. Um, so anyway, 
I also have one more UFO short story to share with you guys. Um, that going back to this house, we've been here for a few years. I would say five or six years. And I would say about three or four years ago, to be exact. No, yeah, somewhere around there. I should have been writing these down since you had to write your counter down. But, um, so what happened was I was outside and something told me to film the moon. <laughs> and, um, for some reason, all of a sudden I saw a crap shot straight up to the moon real fast. Now, you know, it can't be a drone or a satellite. It can't go super fast. You know, like that, and I actually had a film, and I have a lot of those um, evidence on my YouTube channel. If you guys want to catch that in my videos, it's probably buried in my videos somewhere. But and I've captured weird sounds in our own backyard. I've had angel encounters as well that I try to capture, but they're hard to film because they're on a different, higher frequency than we are. I believe. Okay, so I'm going to bring up my two amazing guests tonight. Um, Deb and RJ DeRose. They have a great um, podcast. And uh, so let's bring them up. And they're also fellow authors. And, uh, and speaking of authors, they also have a book as well. Um, let me see if I remember it right. It's the uh, World Beyond Death that they've done together and hopefully they'll share a little bit about that so let's bring them up all right here we are hi everybody hey guys hey nikki hey. nikki thank you, know you for saying, oh, i hope i hope i wasn't going too fast whenever i get excited <laughs> no especially when i get excited about sharing i over it my readings they like slow down. I and the others tend to go fast. Well, that's a lot to be excited about. Trust yeah. me, what you, what you just said. Uh, that's, a, yeah. that's a lot of encounters. I'm so weird. I'm, you know, they have to be afraid to share them all. I like the opposite. Right. Yeah, I even got goosebumps when you were talking about seeing it right there out your window. That is incredible. Incredible. Man, I wish I could have captured that on film. But I was like, I was like, Demonstra I was frozen. Yeah. Like Yeah, they do that to you. I don't know what How big it, do you think it was? It was huge. Almost bigger than that our house oh, wow. about. And we had a two story yeah. house. So a friend of mine he's also a spiritual and he's been on my previous podcast. I don't know if you heard of him, Barry Littleton. He's a UFO ET spiritual. Okay, yeah, the name's ringing a bell. He, he says it should have been a mothership, I've seen. So it was surprising me. Yeah, <laughs> when you were talking about um, you were in awe, you weren't afraid, you were in awe, that I totally get that because that's exactly how I felt with what I had oh, a yeah. big, big experience really... in 2016. And all I could feel was like love, awe. Yeah, you would think you'd be all afraid and everything, but actually it's yeah. quite the opposite. Yeah, really. <laughs> you find that sometimes? Yeah. Whatever, you have those are paranormal, I'm like, you know, oh, you know, 
Don't even let me start. Yeah. You know, we're, we're really, truly nerds when we feel that way, right? <laughs> yep. I love it. So speaking of which, do you mind sharing with everybody about yourself? And then we'll go from there. No, not at all. Do you want to start? What's that? About ourselves. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so. I know you share me in bio, but I like to have you. Yeah. We so are, everybody share about yeah, I'm better. a lifelong medium. We have both been involved awesome. in paranormal for most of our lives. So at least 40, 45 years, we've been doing paranormal work. And then, you know, always had somewhat of an interest, RJ more than me, um, in the UFO or phenomenon, um, because he had an experience when he was quite young. 19, yeah. Yeah. Well, when oh, I was wow. even younger than that as a child, but um, uh, I had a... Feel free to share, share that feeling. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I, I had a big experience in 2016. Before that, I was kind of a believer, but my whole thing was paranormal and the mediumship and spirituality, um, things like that. We have a, a metaphysical store. Right. So, you know, UFOs were kind of... <laughs> okay but after my big experience i realized i had had many experiences throughout my life and uh, now we are totally obsessed and doing a lot of work with experiencers and um, well she doesn't know this but i i told them to give her an experience that she couldn't forget so oh so, a lot. so we could talk about it yeah <laughs> sure by all means no i mean so you know we'd be on the same page so thanks all, your all right <laughs> so yeah we've been doing this for many many years um we have two shows as a matter of fact we do mystical awakenings radio oh right that yeah. show's been on the air on and off for about 12 years i believe um and we have a, a youtube oh, wow. channel it's mystical awakenings vodcast with a v um and then we do the voices of contact and that is with uh, Mary Bassett, Reverend Michael J. Carter, us, and Bill Konkloski. He's the director of MUFON. And Michael is um, from Ancient Aliens, and he's an author and all kinds of other things. Right. So, so that's how two shows. I'm hooked on that show. <laughs> I'm hooked on it. I really, you know, it, it, you guys do a it's great job very on it. unique, and it's so interesting because we get to listen to yeah, parts is. of regressions, people being regressed to remember their experiences. And these people gave permission to play the recording back, so we kind of, right. we comment on it. Yeah, and Mary Bassett is, as you That's know, cool. Nikki, she's a regressionist <laughs> with MUFON in Michigan. So this is the work that she does is, you know, she works with experiencers. So it's, um, you know, it's it's bringing experiencers out. It's giving them permission to talk about their experiences. You know, without feeling crazy. Yeah. That's great that you guys both work with each other. I mean, yeah, it's always. Do you find that it's a lot better to work with someone that's in their same um, oh, level, and you know? You know, I mean, <laughs> well, you know, we're a twin soul couple, so we're definitely 
very alike and uh, can be very different at times too. Yeah. But uh, we have a, we, our first book we wrote was called uh, uh, Defeating the Archons, a Twin Soul Mission. And you can get that in Amazon too. Okay, but, yeah, I'll check that out. Um, but yeah, so we knew right away that we had met up again and our mission had to continue. And uh, boy, did it take off. I mean, yeah. we've done in the last six, seven years, we've definitely uh, have uh, been nonstop. Right. Well, the moment we met, we, I mean, it was instant. You know, I was 58. So it's not like, you know, we were young people who just looking for a relationship. Neither of us were. Right. <laughs> when you're so, not looking, right? Right. Right. So, um, you know, within the first year, we had we wrote a book. We did um, all kinds of events together, public speaking together, radio together. Um, it was like it. He, RJ walked into my life and fell. It was right meant in. to be. Yeah. It was meant to be. Yeah. Everything fell right into place, and we worked together twenty four seven. We run the store together. We do healing That's together. Right. We research together. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty blessed. Yeah, that's very. Yeah, I know my late husband. He was, he didn't really believe, but he supported me. Right. And I think he still does. Right. Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. He's let me know he's here from time to time, and it still kind of startles me, but I'm still kind of used to it as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure. I mean, I have no doubt. I was feeling it really strong in my gut. He's so proud of you. Oh, thanks. So I proud tried. of you for being so vocal. Yeah, you do a great job, Nikki. Oh, I thank love you. What you do, and I love your determination. Thanks. That's what it takes. Is I wasn't sure if it was the right path. I know I don't have the greatest voice for radio, you know, <laughs> but I still try. Well, I love you, and I think you do. You're doing great. Oh, thank you. But I was, you know, I was worried after the other network kind of went down that you weren't going to continue with your work. And right. That's I saw that you me. did. It's like, woohoo. <laughs> I said, oh, yes, I'm not saying no anymore because one time I had an opportunity to be in a movie and I was so shy back then. I hit myself in the butt now. And I, was, I said, no. Oh, I should have been an actress by now. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah. Darn it. No yeah. So, you're where you belong. I guess so. Yeah. You know, we also put on the Michigan UFO Contact Convention here in uh, Houghton Lake, in our hometown, Michigan, and uh, this is our fifth, fifth show. Yeah. Uh, Would have been sixth, but COVID, COVID hit. <laughs> and we put that on uh, oh, wow. the third weekend yeah. of September uh, at the Lakeside Resort uh, Conference Center, and uh, it's a really nice event. You can look it up online. Uh, if you want to go, there are tickets still left, but they are limited. Um, and it's a very cool event because it's very intimate. And, uh, uh, you know, it's it's a lot about uh, people who have had experiences. And uh, they can share it and they can feel free to share it at our, our conference. Uh, you know, going back, you know, myself, I as a kid, I, I would always see these little beings running around my room in the shadows. And. Uh, as I got older, about nine or eight or nine o'clock, or eight or nine years old, I saw uh, a UFO land at the end of my street, and I was outside, oh, wow. and it was dark, and we're supposed to be in when the street lights are on, and they were on, so I don't know what I was doing out there. I hid behind a bush, 
I need to be regressed and find out what, what's going on. But, you know, when I was 19, I went backpacking here in Michigan for the first time with a friend of mine, and um, we had quite the encounter uh, of this uh, orange sphere that was, you know, bouncing up and down the trees and came out on the river we were camping on, and uh, it got up and down two o'clock position. This took like maybe 20 minutes, I don't know. Uh, but when it got up here, we don't remember it leaving. We were kind of laying side by side, like, what the heck happened? And nobody's going to believe us. So that was that was really what got me hooked, uh, for sure. That, And, you know, there was a, uh, a report that two months later in the same area, because it, there, there was an Air Force base there, these bombers were flying over during the day. We couldn't even hear ourselves. They were so low. But uh, apparently they came into the base and shut down their nuclear weapons. And some planes chased them out to Lake Huron, one of the Great Lakes, and, and down down there. And, of course, the, the UFO just took off uh, because it was a lot faster. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I think I saw a precursor of that. They were just kind of checking it out. And uh, it might have been like a drone from a ship. I don't know. Okay. Um, but, you know, I, ever since then, I, I've been you know, trying researching and trying to find out what's going on. And uh, it's... Uh, it's amazing what's what's happening now as far as uh the government getting involved and all these whistleblowers coming out and um, so it's kind of cool i mean it's going to change our whole our whole life uh once it gets out there uh, is it going fast enough for me no but uh, uh it's, it's happening oh yeah yeah it's happening so then when she had her oh, yeah. in 2016 you know we, we kind of got on the same page and then we were sitting around the table in the winter time in january and i said well i'm so glad that we have a you know downtime and we can take a break she goes no we're going to put on a ufo conference <laughs> really and uh lo and behold uh they helped us i'm sure uh, oh yeah everything just fell in place and uh first we first called i think it was nick redford uh from ancient aliens and all the other shows and he said yeah i, I would love to do it and so these things start clicking and clicking, and uh, here we are. Yeah, and it was crazy, Nikki, because it wasn't a thought. I was as surprised that that came out of my mouth as RJ was. I never, oh, well. you know, it was that time of year when you know you do a lot of paranormal events and uh, all that. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were tired out, and the last thing on my mind was doing a different kind of event. So when that came out of my mouth, I knew that wasn't from me. But when I had my big experience, I had an hour and nine minutes of missing time. And one thing that I did know was they downloaded me with a lot of information, but I had no idea what. <coughs> I, I still have things that just come out of my mouth. And I think, where the heck did that come from? Kind of like ESP. Yeah. Yeah, so I get a lot of that. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking with between airports and the lights, they're attracted to for some reason. So we're not far from a small airport mm -hmm. here. And we're in the countryside, and that's probably where we see most of them. Kinda yeah, I, makes me wonder if that's connected between two. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're in a hot spot out there for sure. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think California is number one in sightings. Yeah. 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 And I'm sure, you know, people that talk about it out there um, aren't too afraid that people are going to think they're crazy, right? 
Right, and I even used to see them when, where I used to work in the former town. And uh, so there's been those sightings in that area as well. So I knew I wasn't the only one that had a particular sighting at that time or they yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a sighting like you did where that looks like a star and it just takes off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you were talking about that. Yeah, I had one of those sightings. And then the coolest sighting, I mean, that one I had when I was 19 was, it was crazy. But we were all doing a paranormal investigating uh, about an hour south of here with some friends of ours outside at night. Huh. And we were walking down to this river where we were checking out that used to be a lumber place and, and i guess somebody had drowned and his father he had oh, wow. a fight and drowned his father tried to save him. he drowned too so we're, we're kind of checking that out but uh, i i'm always looking at the sky it was a beautiful night and i was looking at the stars and i said i know you're there just show me i know please just show me and this little now there was 10 of us there this little star opened up and lit us all up and everybody saw it except for two people. They were doing something else. They had their heads down. They, I know they saw the light shining out on the ground. And it just went right back to a star. And I said, wow, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, if you're not looking in the right area, direction, you'll miss it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we weren't looking up, we would have thought maybe a shooting star went by or maybe a helicopter, whatever, you know, some kind of a light that shined on us. But. I, I watched the whole thing right as it happened, and it was amazing. And a lot of our other teams saw it, too, and it was cool because, um, you know, as a paranormal uh -huh. team back then, this was only, what, five years ago or yeah. so, um, some of them weren't too into the UFO, the thing. UFO thing. Right. It was everything is about spirits, ghosts. I'm more comfortable with those than aliens any day. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all connected. You know? Yeah. Um, they're all from other dimensions and, you know, it's all paranormal. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, we always say that even we've had the experience when we do a ghost investigation. I, uh, we sometimes, I think we're getting uh, extraterrestrials coming through instead of ghosts. And I know if you were to interview a lot of these teams around the United States or around the world, they would tell you the same thing, that they were probably getting some extraterrestrial communication coming through. Yep. That was actually one of my questions, um, if I remember correctly. Um, do you think, why do you think paranormal activity is maybe connected with UFOs or just something like that? Yeah. Um, I was know, wondering about it, that. It's so hard to say. I mean, there is a connection. Like I said, it's all in other dimensions, inner dimension, right. whatever. But, um, you know, as readers, Nikki, you know, because you're a reader as well, yeah. we get this information. How do we know that it's coming from spirit? How do we know it's not coming from well, other beings yeah. just giving us the information? Right. Um, you know, I think that universal, universally, everything kind of works together. So I feel like, you know, it's um, a multiverse. It's a multiverse. Yeah. yeah. Um, it all helps each other. So the human spirit, yeah, goes on and usually comes back and lives other lifetimes and things like that. But that energy is always there. Um, 
you know, I get people that come in for readings and I'm sure you too do too, who their, their loved one has been deceased for many, many, many years. Right. But they still come through. Now, how does that happen if that person has reincarnated? I think that, you know, a lot of times they get help from other beings or we get information from other beings as well as human spirit. Um, you know, it's collective consciousness. Everything, everything is connected. So. It's a possibility that you and myself and her and everybody, we're, we, we exist in different realities all at once, multiverse. Uh, to experience many, that, yeah. yeah, to experience all kinds of different things because there's so much to experience, you just can't do it in one lifetime. No wonder I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, so you have to have, you know, you have to have several of you out there and and existing in different realities and different uh, situations. And uh, I think to learn different things. And once you learn something in, in one reality, you, you leave and you go somewhere else. Uh, Maybe possibly join yourself in another reality or, or whatever. So it's the possibilities are out there. And I, I was thinking, um, astral traveling, I'm just starting to do that now. Yeah. And it really left me really drained the next day. This <laughs> is just a side effect. I don't know. Like, I didn't really like it. <laughs> right. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that movie, it's that movie called, uh, oh gosh. Dune. You ever see that movie Dune? Um, uh, it's a no, best sci-fi sci movie ever made. And they have the oh, that's sci-fi. Yeah, they have the thing called Spice. When you take the spice, you can travel without moving. You can travel anywhere in the universe. So it's kind of like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, the, the astral body, astral projection. And, uh, you know, so when you meditate, that's what you do. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're in other different places just by manifesting it and then being or remote there. you I, I can also yeah. do that yeah mm -hmm. yeah and it's all kind of the same thing yeah um you know, people seem to be a little less afraid of remote viewing than astral traveling but right. really it's the same thing you can't remote view if you don't astral travel and it's you know you're using your consciousness so it's really not as frightening you know not as dangerous as what some people think they think, oh my God, if I let myself go out there, will I ever come back? Well, always come back when you have that silver cord, right? Yeah. yeah. Us while we're still alive. <laughs> right. But yeah. you know, I believe as you evolve, as we evolve as, as spiritual beings, that, you know, we get to a point where we actually don't need a body to exist. We can exist right. anywhere uh, just by thinking about it because we're so far advanced. Uh, you know, it takes time to get there and maybe part of us is already there. Right. Yeah. Well, if, you know, if what you're talking about with multiverse, yep. if that is what our alternate reality is, is all about, we're already doing that. Yeah. Light body. The I light know body. I am. <laughs> when I did my regression with Mary, finally, um, I have been doing that in my dreams. Mm -hmm. That's universes. And us traveling, you know, work. <laughs> right, right. That's probably why I'm always tired when I wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to go to sleep for that. Yeah, you're not really sleeping. You're actually doing what your dreams are. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're out doing all kinds of things. I think there's another, there's another term for that. It's called Rainwalker. I don't know if you're familiar with that. What is it? I, I heard that it might be called Rainwalker. Rainwalkers, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. I feel yeah like there's different names kind of depending yeah. on, <laughs> on your beliefs and, and all that. But yeah. That's, uh, and during one during my regression, if you don't mind me sharing real quick, no, um, I, love it. I learned something else that I've in the presence of angels. Yeah, I knew I was connected to the angels. So nice. they're all light nice. beings. It looks like light beings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With large wings, and some have no wings. Right. Yeah. I was. Well, and you have to wonder. I mean, I have to wonder because of what we do. Um, What's the connection between angels and ET? They're all heavenly, right? Basically, um, light bodies, and I mean, they're not part of Earth, <laughs> right? Not part of Earth. So they're very highly, highly developed, highly spiritual beings that definitely come from a different place. Mm -hmm. So they could be called ETs. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I tend to work so, with Archangel Michael. Yep. Excuse ah, nice. me a minute while I yell at my dog for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. She's we don't have when we're trying to talk to you. <laughs> we don't have Sorry, a dog Leonard. with us, but uh, we, we have a house full of dogs. So he's really we pretty good. <laughs> yeah, she's actually my cousin's little dog staying with us. She we have our boo. <laughs> they don't like to be ignored any more than kids. No. <laughs> and you're ignoring right now. You're paying attention to us. <laughs> well, as we speak, yeah. we hear a dog barking out the back here. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't know if they, they're listening to us too. <laughs> you know but in your experience, have you ever come across like um, black eyed kids or? you like that you like to share we're familiar with it but we have not had an experience with it. i haven't have you no i really haven't um i've been intrigued by that yeah most of my life and there you know there's a lot of talk that there is a connection that they are you know off-planet beings um it, it used to scare the heck out of me I'm not going to lie because, you know, you'd hear the stories that they'd knock on your door and want to come in. And if you let them in, you know you're doomed. You know what? I've had that experience, but I never see them. We have heard our door being knocked and when that open, there's no one there. Oh. So it makes me wonder if they're, is that with them or is those playing their choice on us? <laughs> I guess you never know. Um, one time, this was about 20 years ago, I was sitting in my office in my house, working on the computer, mm -hmm. and I hear banging on my back door. Well, my office was, there was, I come out of the office, and there's a little hallway that my back door is right there. And someone was banging really hard, yelling, Mom, Mom, let me in, let me in. And it was my daughter's voice. Mm -hmm. So, of course, Not I went here. running to the door and there was nobody around and i lived up on a hill it was you know a pretty quiet area i had trees and stuff mm. around me she was nowhere around 
So I hurried up and I called her. I'm like, what's the matter? What's going on? She said, what are you talking about? I'm home. I'm giving the baby a bath. You know, it comes so to it mind. It wasn't her. You know, it comes to mind. Could have been a doppelganger. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why I think. Yeah. It's I don't know what it was. I think Fats Donimo wrote that song. I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, whoever it was, I did not get permission to come in, but that was. Yeah, never let him in. Yeah, it's frightening. So, do you, when you hear the knocking, do you open the door? I do, but I know I shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> but you don't say like, "Come on in," or no, I don't invite. Up. I don't invite them in. Okay. Well, I guess that's good. Yeah, we have not had experiences with them, so they're kind of like vampires. You have them. You have to invite them in. That's right. what I hear. Yeah. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Now, Men in Black, we've had some experiences with that. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they haven't knocked on my door yet for all the things I've experienced here. <laughs> Be careful what you say, Nikki. <laughs> they might come knocking now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm intrigued by what experience. Yeah, Dick Redford's done a lot of uh, research on the Men in Black. If, if you want to check that out, it's yeah. uh, he's, sure. he's done, done some pretty good books on them. But, you know, we, it was weird because when he was there, he was at our conference speaking. We had some gentlemen oh, wow. dressed in black and nobody knew who they were. And we don't know how they got in. And we don't know when they left. Nobody saw them come. No. Nobody saw them go. But they were suddenly sitting in the audience. And I think it might have been while Nick was speaking. Yeah. And, you know, several people saw them and afterwards said, who were those men? But nobody knows. And we had people at the doors so that anybody that came in would be seen. Anybody right. that left would be seen. Maybe but they had this light flashing. They're out and for a no, second. Nobody saw them come in. Nobody saw them leave. But they saw them sitting there in the front row. Sitting with their, suits, their hats, very pasty, white looking. Um, so they actually have suits or dark suits? Or? Yeah. 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 Yeah, a lot of people commented on too. Who were those people? Right, and it was it was a weird feeling because unfortunately we didn't have any cameras going because you can't do that when you have <laughs> you got to have permission. But um, right, but uh, yeah, a lot of people did see him, so it was uh, it was uh, for a real thing. Yeah, and Nick Redfern, of course, actually saw them as well. Yeah. As he oh wow! Afterwards, said, uh, "Did you guys see the Men in Black?" Yeah. <laughs> We're like, is that what that was? <laughs> oh no! When I had my last UFO starting, um, I was actually filming live on Facebook, whatever. And uh, all of a sudden, even though it wasn't mini black, it was a lot of black helicopters. Oh yeah. I, I don't know if they're associated with mini black or what was going on. So I was kind of following with UFOs. Yeah. I don't know. You guys have to see that video. What if I find it? I'll share it with you. Yeah, please do. I'd love to see that. It was yeah. crazy. I don't know what the heck they were doing. I was like, you know, oh, I wasn't really afraid. I'm, I'm weird. I'm, <laughs> I'm weird in that way. Um, I like to document everything. I like, guess. Um, yeah. so that you know, I'm not going stir crazy. 
you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you guys know, see what I'm seeing? <laughs> Nikki, we have to also understand that you know some of these UFOs that we see could be ours, and they could be uh, you know escorted by military. Um, oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so we have you know we have to you know, and, and we got that technology from what they're saying now is from retrievals of crashed UFOs. Now we have the capability to fly around with the propulsion systems that they had. So that's true. You've got to take that consideration. But uh, it all came from out there. That's what, let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah it makes you wonder, though. <laughs> yeah. When they're all doing around the other UFOs. Weird. Yeah. We're doing something. I don't know. They were doing something around the moon. So that's all I say. I saw a black helicopter when I was like 12. Oh, wow. Um, I had had a really weird experience. Now I understand what it was. Back then, I never connected it to um, UFOs or missing time or ETs or any of that. I just, I thought I was crazy. I've had missing time off and on throughout my life and just kind of kept, most of the time, kept it to myself because I thought I was nuts. Right, and uh, in those days, probably um, I don't. I would be hesitant to hear, <laughs> but now that we're more open, right? You know, yeah. you'd be afraid to share our experiences. Oh yeah, back when we were young. I mean, RJ had a very open family, so he was blessed that he could talk about those things. Um, oh, I did. But you know, my family was more religious and. Yeah, you know, I just you. didn't talk about those things, and you know, my father thought I was totally insane and thought I should be in a, an institution, anyways, because mm -hmm. I talked to dead people, and and that was evil, back then. Yeah. You know, I was born in the late fifties, so, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, had I been talking to dead people and aliens, I for sure would have been put away. I can <laughs> relate. <laughs> You know, my my dad is passed on, but they had a new way at it. Yes, so I had to open up to him a little bit, and my grandmother the only one I really have fighting about these, you know, you know, experiences I've had. And your grandmother's cool with it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, she's the one to help me with the astral projection and all that. Oh, no. really? And, and energy work. What a yeah. blessing. Yeah. That's wonderful. And she also taught me how to, what do you call Reiki? Reiki uh -huh. word. And I'm yeah. sure you guys can share a little bit about that, if you don't mind. Yeah. We are both, we're both Reiki healers. Um, I became a, a Reiki master in 1998. And, you know, mm -hmm. people say when, when you become a Reiki master, they think that you master Reiki and it's the other way around. When you become a master, you're agreeing to allow Reiki right. <laughs> to master you. Um, it's a whole different lifestyle, a whole different thinking style. Um, one of the first things I noticed after I became attuned was I didn't have the ability to get as angry as I used to. Um, I became more forgiving of people. I know, I get angry now, don't I? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm just getting older. Right. But it's, it's, just human. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful healing modality. It's very ancient, of 
course, um, but it's working, tapping into the universal life force energy and allowing it. We're channelers, you know what? We don't actually heal. It's that universal energy that we allow to come through us that, that heals others. And it's beautiful, beautiful work. And this We've is awesome many, feeling. When you feel the energy, like just sending out the energy balls. Oh, I mean, yeah. My friend says, send me some more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love playing with it. I really do. Yeah, yeah it's amazing feeling. Rub your hands or just, you know, clap your hands. And um, what, what movie was that? Um, the Karate Kid. Where oh, right. I remember I was when just watching he, that he broke his leg and um, what's his name? Yeah, and put his hands on and it healed him. Reiki. Yeah. Now, when RJ and I got together, we had um, some issues with archons and spiritual attacks. And out of desperation to protect both of us, I attuned him without his permission to Reiki just so he would be more protected. So that's how he got right. into it. But he absolutely loves it. We do a lot of healing work together. In fact, we don't like doing healing work apart anymore. Right. So. I've been um, more powerful with you both. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it seems to work a lot better. So, yeah. I mean, we still do it if, you know, just ourselves, but uh, we'd rather do it together because it's. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of energy, but it's it's um, it's wonderful. And the beauty with Reiki, Nikki, is it kind of does what it knows it needs to do. Like, you know, I was taught very traditional Reiki where we are not supposed to use our intent. Um, we leave it up to the whatever is for the highest good of this person. That's what our intent has to be. So sometimes, you know, someone will come to me and say, oh, my shoulder really hurts. Can you work on my shoulder? Well, really, that pain is coming from somewhere in their lower back. But I know that mm -hmm. that Reiki is going to go where it needs to go. So I don't have to worry about where I lay my hands or about doing it wrong because it's going to do what it needs to do. I, I like to practice on our dogs, too, and animals. And they should also... Yeah benefit oh, from that yeah. as well i believe yeah and you'll find nikki um animals will come to you because of it they're drawn to it i noticed that i love it you know yeah yeah they can feel it and they're drawn to it and when they need healing they come for it right yeah and the cool thing with animals you know they don't have all the blockages that humans have with beliefs and all that so oh, right. I mean, Reiki works a lot faster. So the dopey heal quicker, right? Oh yeah, a lot yeah. quicker than we do. Uh -huh. Yeah, if you do Reiki for like five minutes on a, uh, an animal, it's like doing an hour on a human. So. Oh right. Yeah. It's, yeah, for some reason, one time our dog, <laughs> one of our little dogs, got her for some reason, and uh, I told my mom, "Let me hold her for a while." And so she got better after holding her. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, it, you know, it's neat because really we're all, everybody is born with healing abilities. You should see my mom like. <laughs> now, your, mom do, your mom do healing or anything? No, she's, I think they're more of a skeptic. 
I think I'm the only one that's really open to any yeah. of this. Yeah. To be honest, except for my grandmother on yeah. my dad's side. Yeah. So I your think, grandmother is attuned to Reiki? I believe so. And I think my dad even had a hip. He wasn't as open uh -huh. as we are. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It, yeah. It usually runs in families like that. Yeah, like any psychic abilities. Yeah. Yep. And, and healing abilities and um, all of that. Mm -hmm. I sort of. If I find one of my questions here, and I shared with you earlier, do you think that working with certain crystals might help on you open up um, with, the, let's say, the UFOs, if you want to see UFOs more, what crystals would you suggest that we might use? Well, you know, it's funny, we were kind of talking on the show the other night about, um, that might be a recorded show for tomorrow night or this Friday night. Anyways, oh. about crystals and the frequency and vibration, right. um, how that can raise the vibration and help us connect. Oh, for right. me personally, my favorite is always a clear quartz because I just, I feel like that, that energy is so clean and clear. Um, they vibrate so beautifully. I think I like everybody has their favorite. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because uh, we did, yeah, that's nice, beautiful. <laughs> we did an investigation uh, the other day, and one of the members came up to me and said, I want to pass something by you. And he says, he had sent an article about how crystals, their frequencies are actually faster than light. Some of the crystal, you know, the frequencies inside of them, they, what they admit. He says, Do you think they used it in their ships? And if they use it in their ships, are they able to uh, use it to go to different dimensions and different uh, frequencies? I said, yeah, that makes perfect sense mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you think about it, they use I feel crystals. That they do, yeah. yeah. They use crystals and everything. I mean, they watches and, and, and satellites and, and yeah. communication and uh, a lot of things. Yeah. We even have crystals in our own body, in our mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's and true. That's true. Red. Freshly. That's true. Yeah. We yeah. do. Yeah, there's, you know, having a metaphysical store, we have so many different kinds of crystals in here. And people always come in, what do I use for this and that? Um, and we always tell them, go to what you're drawn to. Because even right. though, you know, people say, okay, a rose quartz is for your heart and for love. And uh, black tourmaline is for grounding and protection. Well, sometimes that black tourmaline is for something going on in the head. I mean, it it varies by person with your frequencies and the frequencies to, yeah. of that stone. Yeah. You know, it can be totally different than what you read in the books. So that's true. That's why I prefer to go in this story in mm -hmm. person rather than online. But I know you can feel both ways, but it's better oh, in person. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, our family, well, my kids are, you know, say, why don't you sell on eBay? Why don't you, you know, do an online store? Well, it's not the same. I don't want to do, you know, people right. can go online anywhere and buy stuff. I want people to be able to come into our store, feel the energy, feel the stones, 
go to what they're drawn to, to get the healing, all of that. You know, I'm with you, Nikki. It's, it, there's, it's like reading a book with a book in your hands or reading a book on Kindle. Right, it's like doing a session reading. Do you prefer in person or do you prefer online? You know, like right. you both. Yeah, you can do both, but I like to feel the energy in that book. Something about holding a book, yeah, the written words, the the energy of the author, and you're speaking <sighs> silently to yourself, so you're you put your own emotion and own feelings into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But things are changing uh, today. That's true. And I'm sitting here holding a, a hematite. <laughs> Speaking of vibrations, yeah, what amethyst. is the best way that we can raise our vibrations? Love. Yep. I know people get so tired of hearing that, but the highest frequency oh, emotion is, yeah. is love. The lowest is fear. So... You know, right. and if, if we keep our hearts full of love, it helps keep us from that fear. Um, so, I mean, that sounds so cliche, I know. But also things like... Meditation. No, I totally agree, yeah. Yep, meditation, <laughs> um, your thoughts, you know, keep trying to keep negative um, thoughts away, anger, things like that, staying up in a... Um, it's even in the paranormal, Nikki, when people come to us and they say, you know, I've got all this negative stuff going on in my house and we're getting scratches and my daughter got knocked down the stairs and, um, you right. know, you can go in and cleanse and we usually do, but we also let them know, keep the negativity out of the house, you know, we'll cleanse, but you need to open up your blinds, play some music. Um, if anybody's going to argue, take it outside of the house because negative can't really survive or thrive in a positive environment. Right. It only makes you stronger and worse and we don't want to go in that direction. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so keeping your, your um, mood up. Um, I, I catch myself all the time. You know, I get mad at little things and I think, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And you have to work at it. It's not It's not that it's easy all the time. You have, you have to work at it. You have to want it and manifest it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's really the best way, you know, and then things like singing bowls. Um, I love. Oh, I love this. Yeah. And if you can play some. Um, I've been doing it for a long time, but RJ, what, three years ago, got me the whole chakra set of crystal singing bowls. Oh. And oh my goodness. I mean, sometimes. Are they big ones? Well, or they're they're all different sizes. The big ones for the, you know, mm -hmm. the, the root chakra. And then it goes all the way down yeah. to the smaller ones go up for the, high uh, notes. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it gets smaller. Yeah. I, I've done a few videos with oh, wow. my singing bowls, but that can really raise the frequency and heal the body. I mean, it, it's totally amazing what you can do with singing bowls. So we, we do chakra balancing that helps uh, tune the body. Um, so where your, your body is actually a battery and if that's in tune, you can, your vibrations are higher and you're able to 
you know, perceive higher dimensions, higher uh, frequencies. Yeah. yeah, there's something about sound, isn't there? I mean, it's like, whenever I play the piano, I get you not. I would hear something. Yeah. Or saying, I'm like, nobody else hears it but me, but I hear it when I play. Yeah, music's another way to raise your vibrations, oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, music yeah. is, it's wonderful. That's one of the best ways to... Uh, to bring about positive you know think about it if people are really depressed they want to listen to those real slow country sad songs but if you're wanting to be happy and you're gonna go out and party or what not you know not that we do that but um you want to hear those happy songs those higher right. faster songs and you probably do the same thing with the piano yeah i like my own songs oh, and everything gosh. now. So nice. I wrote a couple of a dozen songs. Good job. And, you know, yeah, yeah thank it's you. A very, uh, it's a very uh, cool thing. I did it. I, I was a musician for about 25 years myself and wrote music. So I, I miss it, but I'm doing other things now. So, uh, yeah, it's very uh, uh, fulfilling to do that, to make a song. And it's your own and your own feelings. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, and creating, you know. Yeah, I managed to um, record like 12 songs in one session, like in one hour. And they're all surprises. Usually it takes one song. <laughs> I know, well, I know my music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to hear some. I'm going to hear it. Yeah. That's great. I think there's some on YouTube and I forget where else. Okay, well, yeah. yeah. Sure. well, look how much. Yeah. yeah, music can be so Thanks. healing, can it? Yeah, and one thing about creating, like if you're writing your own music, that's, you know, that's like the ultimate meditation because we use the same. Yeah, I also wondered yeah, about Yeah, you that. use the same part of your brain to meditate as you do to create. So like when you're creating, do you notice that's where you're at? You're like hyper-focused, you're creating, you're, nothing else matters. Yeah, you don't think about it, you know, but that. Right. You're expressing your, yeah. your soul, yeah. So that's, you know, the health benefits physically, spiritually, psychically, everything are phenomenal with creating the same as meditating. Yes, you We also take some old sour, right? Yeah. And, or water to help yeah. too. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> that is true. That is true. So, yeah, there's a lot of tools to raise your vibrations. And uh, that's why we have the story here that they would and it. Different things oh, yeah. work for different people. And uh, like I said, well, all the way from music to crystals to um, singing bowls to mm -hmm. Reiki. And it's like we all have a preferred equipment that we like. Speaking of that, do you have a preferred equipment or definition tool that you like to use? Before we well, know? Yeah, I mean, for us, it, it, for me personally, it varies. I mean, some days I really want to play my bowls, even if it's five minutes all by myself with nobody around just to play them and sometimes i'll walk into the store and i need seriously need to grab a drum and just sit and do a heartbeat mm -hmm. i mean it, it it depends on where i'm at what i need and you know i right. i'm a big believer in follow intuition if something's telling you grab that drum i've learned that the hard way but yeah 
I recently I purchased uh, uh, Didgeridoo, and I learned I've learned how to play that. So it's kind of cool because it's such an uh, old ancient instrument, you know. And you use your mouth and your air to produce different sounds. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, I'm not an expert at it, but I'm having fun with it. So. Oh, you did that back in Australia, back in a past life when yeah. we were Aborigines. Yeah. Yeah, and you're a friend of mine. I only met him like once in person, but he, he hit that certain tone. I was like, tingly all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sound really affects the body. And yeah, the it does. There's something, something about music and a paranormal kind of goes together, right? <laughs> well, you know, if you think about it, spirit vibrates very fast as well as um, a lot of other beings in other dimensions, they're vibrating really fast. And the human being, because we have this dense body, vibrates pretty slow. Third-dimensional, so yeah. When we play music and we do things right. to bring us up, that helps them to connect with us because we're a little closer. So. That's true. So, um... We have like another minute or so. Is there anything you'd like to share where everybody can find you guys and wow, your work? That went so fast. Yeah. Well, we, okay. we, first oh, of all, we want to thank you for having us on. We appreciate oh, it. Uh, oh, sure. Anytime. You're all welcome yeah, back you. on our show. Anytime. Uh, no, just uh, if you want to be interested in a nice UFO conference uh, here in Michigan, and if you're close or you're anywhere, we've had people from all over. Yeah, United we States. get people from California. Yeah, I'll have California, to go. Canada, name. So. go. You can find our website. Um, it's miufocon.com. So miufocon.com. Or find us on Facebook, Michigan UFO Contact. And also we have Mystical Awakenings Vodcast on YouTube. And all of our shows are on there. Our Thursday night show is Mystical Awakenings Radio. On KGRA. Yep, KGRA. I highly recommend. And Friday night at 8 o'clock is the Voices of Contact. I like that one, too. On. Oh. <laughs> we have we appreciate you listening. Yeah. books on Amazon. Um, you can find us, you know, all over the place. So feel free. Yeah. Facebook is usually the, the easiest place where people find us for readings, for healings, for whatever, investigations. And that's great. So that's where people can usually find me on Facebook, mostly uh, Twitter, mm -hmm. YouTube. Uh, you know, uh, I've been up there on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> We don't do that one. We're old school, but oh, and worlds beyond death, alternate realms of existence, examining alternate realms of existence is on Amazon. Right, I we, tend to get bored. It just doesn't Gemini, but I tend to get bored, so I do funny videos on TikTok. <laughs> A lot of people do it. I just, you know, I get frustrated because I go there and I, I don't quite understand how it works. So. Um, before we go, if I may ask one more question here, what do you think is the number of meaning if we see like series of numbers like one or two or three? So I tend well, to see that or even four or yeah. five. <laughs> well, you know, numbers are a universal language and they have right. meaning. Oh, and I'm a numerologist, so um, <clears throat> you know, 
it just gives you more information about yourself and about life. Uh, when they pop up, they're telling you like the 1111 was popping up. People were seeing that back in the 80s and 90s a lot. It was telling you to stay on your path, you know, and keep keep focused because uh, things are happening. And uh, so there's, yeah, there's, you know, we can, that's a whole different show. All numbers have a meaning. I know, you want to welcome back, you know, learn yeah. about and, that. Uh, Pythagoras knew that way back when, so he knew the numbers had a meaning. Yeah, I studied a little bit about that numerology as well in astrology, yeah. but I'm more in a, on the medium side. Right. So, <laughs> but I'm here. open to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I consider myself an intuitive numerologist, so. That's cool. Yep. Well, thank you guys for being there, yes. And I am. Thank you. Like I said, you're always welcome back. And I forgot to play our intro video that Jay. Made for me earlier. It's okay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, when you're having fun, time goes by fast. But anyway, yeah, um, he did an awesome job with a little intro. Maybe I'll play that for the end. Um, but yeah, I want to take a time out for our sponsors before we go. I have two awesome sponsors, JD Hill and Studio Six Panama Entertainment and Brian J. Laverty for uh, Parapost. <laughs> So I finally memorized that. <laughs> so thank you guys for me our guest yeah. tonight. Have a wonderful and, uh, night. Stay safe. Look forward to your show. What's your next show? Uh, well, our next one is Thursday night. Thursday night at eight o'clock. Um, but it, that's Eastern time, so right. Like early in the day for you, five o'clock or something. That's and perfect. Then Friday night is the voices contact at eight o'clock Eastern time. Yep. Yep. And both can be found on Mystical Awakenings Vodcast or Facebook. Or okay, PGRA Digital Broadcasting. Okay, awesome. I look forward to that as always. You have a great and safe week. And I'll see you guys next time. I'll have um, Joe Frankie. From the morning legacy that we're both part of. I'm also a part of now for a year and I'm still stoked because I'm still a fan of the late wars. And um it'd be interesting to learn about the history that he's personally worked with as well. Nice. So it'll be interesting. So so nice. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Okay. Thank you. Good night, thank you. All right. Good night, guys. Thanks, guys. Good night. Thanks, Devin You're welcome. Where is it? Sorry. <laughs> Bye, guys. Uh, oh, this way. Alright, bye guys, hope you enjoyed it. Alright, see you guys next week. And this is Paranormal Horror with your host Nikki Rice. Bye guys. <laughs>